Hey everyone, welcome back to Dom and Jimbo's Album Swap, episode number 42, I believe. Um, actually, 43, yeah. excuse me. We're, uh, episode number 43, whole seven episodes till our 50th. Nine. We're at 43? Mm-hmm. 43. 52 weeks in a year. 50th. No, I mean to our 50th episode. Oh, 50th episode. We're I thought you were saying our year anniversary, I'm sorry. No, we're, se- we're seven weeks away from our... 50th anniversary, and, and yeah, nine weeks away from our uh, year anniversary. Um, <clears throat> we've got uh, three whole albums that we're going to be talking about this episode. Um, the first one was recommended last time by my brother. Well, first of all, how are you doing today, Dano? I'm doing all right. Yeah, third member of our podcast. Um, he recommended last time uh, Astro World, the third album third full album uh not mixtape full album by travis scott um very famous american rapper so why don't you introduce why you picked this album and your history with it how you found it etc yeah so the song one of the songs of this album sicko mode Mm -hmm. um was one that went very viral back in like late 2018 early 2019 Mm mm-hmm and I liked that song back then. I st- it, it's still, like, okay to me, but, like, I, I really liked that song back then. And then it made me listen to this whole album. And before, I didn't actually really love this album a lot. Like, actually, I don't, I don't really love this album a lot. I really like this album, but mm-hmm. I don't really love it. But I didn't, I didn't even really like it. I was like, eh, there's a few good-ish songs on here, but whatever. And that's how I kind of left it. But in the past year, I've been really warming up to it a little bit more. There's a lot of songs that I enjoy on here, and I I won't say them, just in case it influences your decision to whatever. But yeah, there are a couple songs on here that I like really, 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 really enjoy. There are a couple songs that I think are really good. And, you know, I can admit that there are some songs that are kind of bad. But I think... Overall, on this album, the good out way outweighs the bad. What songs do you think are bad? I see. I don't keep it in my head the songs that I think are bad as much as I do. I have um, the the track list here. I have the track list up too. Okay, it's not really helping me that much. I think it's no bystanders. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that song that much. Yeah. At, <clears throat> which one is the one with Juice World in it? That's, it, no bias yeah, that's no yeah, that's bias. Yeah, that's no bystanders. I don't like the one with Juice World in it, and it has nothing to do with Juice World. Juice World but, and Sheck West. Oh, really? I Sheck West hasn't he been around for a while. He I don't doesn't. Know he doesn't put any of the the features on yeah, the actual. That's the thing with Travis. Like, um, I don't know if you've ever heard Rodeo, but there was a song called Nine Hundred Two and Zero on it. And it featured, I forget what her name is right now, but it featured, I think her name is like Casey Hill or something. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. But it featured some singer on it. Yeah, Casey Hill. Um, It featured a singer on it, and he didn't credit who it was. Um, And she was pretty obscure, but she did like, a lot of people really liked her performance on the song. But he didn't credit her like in the song title. It was in like the album notes, um, if you like looked it up. But yeah, it he, wasn't it wasn't credited. Like why the song is that? Itself. That seems kind of douchey. 
Yeah. Well, the th- okay, so there's a whole argument about this in the rap, the, the, the music community in general, but mostly the rap community about, so there's a certain credit to be given for features on a song, but also if the feature is really obvious, a lot of people already know the feature like as they hear it. So putting the, the name of the person on the song just seems like clout chasing. So like you're putting the name of the guy on the song so that their fans can see it and give your song yeah. more stream. But I don't think I don't know. I, don't I think, think you should put the bait. features on that. I don't know. I don't like, think that's clickbait personally. I think that's like it's oh, complicated. Hey. I would put I like I like it better when they put like featuring, etc. Yeah. on the song. I title. can see both sides of the argument a little bit. On Spotify, it's a little bit. But on Spotify, yeah. like it's not like multiple artists. On Spotify, a lot of people do it like. They don't say feature it like feet like anybody, but they put like multiple artists in the credits for the song. Mm-hmm. But on this album, that's probably so it pops up when they look up when someone yeah. looks up any of those artists. Yeah, yeah, but Jack I think that's better. Because that. I think it's less clunky. Like I don't like it so much in the name of the song. Mm. But if it just told me the people like under the song title, then that would be better. Some... But that's not the case on this album for some reason. Mm. He has some pretty um, big features on here. He has Juice World. He has The Weeknd. Yeah, um, I think Travis Scott doesn't like to do. I think he wants to remove. He he wants it to be his project because he you know he assembles all of this. He puts all of these people together. Yeah, but you're saying kind of not in a douchey way. Hmm. I mean, you think, you're saying he's doing it kind of not in a douchey way. I think he should. Like it seems. I mean, I don't have a by his. I, I I the thing I feel about it is like I don't care when he doesn't credit a really big artist, but then when he doesn't credit a smaller artist who could benefit yeah, okay. from his clout yeah. then it matters more and so Casey Hill but there's no way to just be like that like oh just credit the the smaller ones and don't credit so I would credit everybody Yeah, but I would put it like I would do it like on Spotify like right. multiple artists under the um, song title but anyway so, yeah, yeah, did you want to finish up about your history with the album? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... I heard those songs and I thought No Bystanders wasn't good. But... Yeah. I thought <sighs> most of the rest of it was actually pretty good. And, yeah, I don't know. I just... I just really got into it. And I got into his style of rapping. And... Yeah. His method. So... Dominic, how do you feel about it? I want to get the less fresh take on it. Well, yeah, um, so Travis Scott is somebody who I think is very interesting in music because he almost changed, like, the sea of rap music, and not even a lot of people understand this about him. Um, I have mixed feelings on the music itself. I think he makes a lot of great music, and I think a lot of it isn't as great. But, um... He his style influenced trap music a lot. Like, if there was somebody like who was like the biggest contributor to this style of music these days, it's Travis Scott. Like, these like psychedelic, like drug influenced, um, drowsy sort of rap songs that you're getting these days. That like, it didn't originate with him, but he like he perfected it. And yeah. a lot of people have been copying him since, or at least taking influence from him. And his influence can be seen all across trap music. And I know that's not a lot of people's favorite genre, but I think Travis Scott does it one of the best. 
mm-hmm. and also you can't deny his influence in the music scene in general. And also, it, it's one of the most. It's one rodeo in particular. I love that album, and I think it's the most like artful trap music there's been like over the last ten years. Um, it's almost like progressive trap music, and it's like it, it's sort of psychedelic. Like this is a lot more psychedelic and moody than that one. Um, yeah. But this one is a. Uh, but that. But that, I, I love rodeo. Yeah, Juice... But that's not the album we're talking about. <clears throat> Juice yeah. World actually credits Travis. Yeah. Like, a lot of people talk about Juice World and XXXTentacion. They, they were friends, and Juice World credited him a bit for the kind of music he makes. Yeah. But he mo- he mainly tra- credited, like, Travis Scott for the kind of music he makes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Juice World stuff is a lot more, like, emotional. Yeah. Like, emo than Travis Scott's is. Um... But I think the actual music, um, and not the lyrics or anything, is a lot more like Travis Scott. Playboy Cardi takes a lot of influence from Travis Scott. There's other people I'm forgetting, like, um, like Migos, too. I, I think I don't like anything that much of anything that Migos does, but they take a lot of influence from him, too. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, Astroworld in particular... Um, I really like this album too. Um, I think it's it's really moody, and it's it captures a, a vibe that not a lot of other music in this genre does, or at least does it the best. Um, I like a lot of the features on it. I think he utilizes those really well, especially like James Blake uh, on the end of the song "Stop Trying to Be God," or uh, the Weekend, whose voice I normally don't like that much but i think he really utilizes some well on wake up um again like and on yosemite that song has nav and gunna on it who are two people i don't like very much at all but i like that song a lot um and you say you didn't like no bystanders but uh, i i i do like that song and it has juice world and sheck west on it two people who i'm not i don't like that much but i really like that song so I think he utilizes his features really well. And, um, yeah. There's a lot of, like, on on Stargazing and on Sicko Mode, there's a lot of, like, beat switches on those songs. Those are two yeah. of my favorite songs. Starg- yeah, I, I like, I you say you didn't like Sicko Mode that much anymore, and I do think it's, it's kind of overplayed, I, but I still think it's a really good song. Um, I still like it. It's still on my playlist. And again, like... I, I really don't like Drake, but I think he's really good on that song. And yeah. I like his verse on that song, besides him like talking about taking half a Zanny or whatever. Um, It'll always have kind of a place in my heart, but like... Yeah. I can admit that. Like, it's not... It's probably not as good as I thought it was, like, t- two years ago. Yeah, I think it's a really good song. I like the, I like the like, false beginning of the song. And, uh... Than like the like the sludgy bass that comes in. She's in love um, with who I am. And yeah, the, the last verse is probably the last part is probably my least favorite. Yeah, but um, I still like it for a Drake verse. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, stargazing. I don't like Carousel as much, even though it has Frank Ocean on it. Yeah. Um, I don't like that song as much. Sicko Mode is good. I love Stop Trying to Be God. That's one of my favorite songs on this album. 
Yeah. I like no bystanders. I don't like skeletons as much. That gets talked about a lot, but I don't like that as much. I like wake up. Um, I like 5% tint. And then I think towards, like, the last, like, five or so, not, not even, like, towards the, towards the next half of the album, it doesn't, it's not as good. I don't like a lot of this. I don't like NC-17 or Astro Thunder. Yosemite is pretty good. Can't Say is all right. I Who, like what is, is all right. I like Butterfly Effect. Yeah. I don't like Houston Fornication that much, and I like, I like Coffee Bean a lot. I do like Houston Fornication, and I don't really? like Coffee Bean. I like Coffee. I think that song's kind of weird. It's it's kind of got a much different vibe than a lot of the other songs on the album. Well, um, it's got a very it's it's almost like like mm-hmm. the whole thing is like chill, but it, it's that's so, that it's like a different kind of chill almost, you know. So um, it's like a more like comfortable kind, where, where the rest of it's a lot darker. Yeah, I guess. I get it. I I understand why you would like that song. I'm just not as much of a big fan of it. But yeah, yeah, those are all. That's all. That's really cool. I think it's Uh, nice to hear your take on this album because I've always sort of known it, but I've always sort of been like, does he like this album? I I, it actually did kind of grow on me even because I didn't like this album nearly as much as Rodeo before. I've been thinking. I was thinking about. recommending rodeo i don't know yeah. if i'm gonna do it now well i think you still should just not not i probably not wait wait a while yeah right around our second anniversary <laughs> yeah uh um so, but yeah. yeah i'm i'm probably gonna give this like a b plus to that's an a minus that's one of the best <laughs> i think that might be the best grade you've ever given one of my albums. i like i like awaken my love a lot too, yeah but, you, um, i think you may have given the same grade to awaken my love I think I gave Awaken My Love an A minus, but yeah, I think this is like a B plus to an A minus. Uh, we I think we should be keeping a score sheet, yeah. like just on paper or on the computer or something. I don't know why we haven't been. I want to know like our average grades. Mm. Well, yeah, it'd be, be interesting to, to do a little bit of analytics on them. Yeah, with I'm sure, grades and not numbers. I'm sure there's right. a computer. Well, I could I could probably comb through the episodes and and do that. Yeah, but uh. It so, would take a little while. I'm a little anxious. Maybe by our, maybe by the, I mean, you'd have to add the next nine weeks, but maybe by our one year anniversary or something, we could do a show that includes that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so anyway. I'm a little bit. Father. I'm a little bit excited. I got butterflies in the stomach. I want to know what my dad is. Butterflies in the stomach? But- butterfly effects. I've got in a the butterfly. Stomach. What do you think I think of it? Stomach. Do you think this I is something I'm going to like? I have a feeling you're not going to like it. Okay. All right. But. Well, you are dead wrong. I like really? it a lot. Yeah. Well, then, uh, a lot's a little much. Okay. I enjoyed some of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think is the best way to put it. Overall, he's talented. Overall, I do like his rap style. Um, I don't find him annoying, which is nice. Because I'm not, I mean, it's definitely not more often than it's not. But sometimes I find these guys' voices annoying, like with Danny Brown last week. I think I've got And I just can't get past that. I've gotten your affinity for guys with annoying voices. Like The Weeknd, I understand. Like he's I don't have a problem with The Weeknd. Really? No, I, no, I have a problem, he has a problem with The Weeknd. I like The Weeknd. Well, I, mean, I like The Weeknd's songwriting, again, but his voice, is, I th- his voice gets on my nerves sometimes. I can take or leave The Weeknd. Sometimes I think they're very good. He is very good. Sometimes I think it's annoying. Just like not in his voice at all. Just like his yeah. the, the whole vibe of it. 
Yeah. But, no, I, I generally like this. I, like I said, I mm-hmm. think he's talented. I like the way he raps. I don't have any problem with any of that. There was, to me, there was more, and, and I know you might say that it's because it's a very chill album, and that's not it at all. Um, because there are some songs that are really good, I think. And those are chill, too. I just, some of them I found more meh than good. Yeah. Um, so I can, I mean, I can tell you, I liked Stargazing a lot. Yeah. I'm I not really a big like fan of Sicko Mode, actually. I'm not um, crazy yeah. about that song. I get it. It's it's in the middle. It's not terrible, but it's not, which, I, I didn't think it was great. Sicko Mode's in a oh, You might not taste. remember, but do you know which, which part was your favorite? Like, out of, like, the three beat changes? No, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I just remember overall thinking it was okay. Yeah. And there was parts of it I like. Like, I do like when they when songs do that. So that was probably what I enjoyed the most about it. But I yeah. I don't know why. At the end of the song, listening to it, probably the three times I listened to it, um, I was just still like, eh, that's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't, you know, definitely songs like Stargazing, um, Stop Trying to Be God, um, Yosemite, Butterfly yeah. Effect. Big, I li- that might have been my favorite song on the album, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Something about Butterfly Effect I thought was really good. And Coffee Bean. Those might be my <clears throat> number one and two. I like... Wow, I didn't expect you guys to like Coffee Bean that much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I he didn't... said, there's some... It's chill, but a different chill. And it's like... Yeah. It's it's so weird that it's almost aggressive in its chill- chillness. Yeah, like I don't know how to. I don't know how to it's a lot crazy, more lively. Like the whole thing yeah. is sort of like a bit more subdued and dark. And mm-hmm. That one's a bit warmer, but also like a bit more lively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Travis Scott sometimes rides the line between like party music and chill music. Like Sicko Mode to me is like party music, and yeah. songs mm-hmm. like Stargazing is songs you play when you're either like chilling out with your friends. Or by yourself. Who'd you say was the guest on try- Stop Trying to Be God? There, well, oh, there are multiple. Yeah. James Blake is the one at the end. Yeah, I like He's that. singing at the end. I like the. Yeah, I was going to say, I like the guy singing at Kid, the end. Kid Cuddy's humming through the whole song. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can take her. I think my least favorite songs were probably. I don't even think Sicko Mode ends in. A, in, in a, um, it gets in my least favorite songs. Yeah. It's in the middle. Um, I think Skeletons. Yeah. I think I did not like Skeletons. And the two together with the numbers, I remember. 5% Tint and NC-17, oh, I did not like. like 5% Tint? No. I like 5% Tint. No. I, I, don't, like, like I don't like NC-17. I like... It's kind, it kind of me. It's kind of like that song from the Because the Internet, the No Exit song. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of reminds me of that song. Houston Fornication was kind of annoying, too. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, it was kind of a mixed bag for me. Um, again, nothing was terrible. There were a couple songs that were really good, and there was a lot of songs in the middle. Um, so, I don't know. I'd probably give it B-. minus. Wow. Yeah. That's probably the most overwhelmingly positive result one of my gotten. <laughs> better than Blossom. Ah, far oh, better than Oh, my God. Blossom. I would... I would tr- I would trample over Blossom to get to listen to this album. I'm yeah. fairly sure he would listen to this for the rest of his life, not to not have to listen to Blossom. Yes, ever. yes, I will actively avoid Blossom. Yeah. So, um, I guess I'm next. Mm, yes. yes. You uh, cake. So, um, last episode, my father recommended an album by the band, not the food. <laughs> cake. 
um, their first, I think it's their first album, right? Maybe it's their I'm second. Pretty sure I'm looking at it right now, actually. Hang it's on. Definitely hang their, it's definitely their breakout album, sort of. Um, yeah, I think it is their I first think, album. I think I looked it up and it, it was their first album. Yeah, I think it is their first album. Um, their first album from 1996, Fashion Nugget. Um, why don't you in, uh, sort of tell your history with the album and why you picked it? Yeah, so um, when it first came out in the 90s, I was very not into this type of music at the time. But I heard it, and I was just kind of like, that's kind of interesting. Like, I kind of like the guy's, like, blasé attitude about singing. He was almost seemed bored, but, you know what I mean? He's like, you know, she's going the distance, you know? <laughs> he doesn't really sing. He's definitely monotone. Yeah, he's definitely monotone. He doesn't really sing much. He just kind of, it's just kind of almost wordplay. Yeah. Um and but I really didn't start listening to this album until I met my wife. She's really into them, and I think it's one of the first things we kind of bonded over, and she kind of got me more into um, musically. Um, and then yeah, I just kind of started listening to the album again. Um, I listened to it more and more over the years. Um, I just like it. It's just super interesting the way they the way they create music. Um, I love their cover of I Will Survive. It's just like the coolest thing I've ever heard, which is on this album. Uh, the Distance was their big song off this album that actually got a lot of radio play and got them very noticed back in 96, 97, uh, when this album came out. Uh, they, were on, they were on radio constantly with that song. Um, and then the other one was... Uh, is that on this album? No, that's not on their second song they had on the radio. Um... What do you call it? And the long jacket. That song. Short skirt. Short skirt and a long jacket. That got some radio play too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just I really like this album. I like the band. I like how kind of funny and interesting they can be. Um, they were really good live when we got to see them. Me and my wife a few years ago in New York. And um, yeah, so I, that's kind of why I you know introduced the album, mm -hmm. and I was really interested to see what you guys would think. I I figured. Dominic knew a little bit about these guys. I didn't know how much. Yeah. Um, and I, I hadn't guessed besides what we played for him that Daniel had listened to them much. So um, let's start with him. Let's start with Daniel. What did you think of this album? I really like some of it. <laughs> and then some of it I'm just like, please stop, dude. Okay. Like what? Um, Nugget. The song Nugget in particular really annoyed yeah. me for some reason. And I can't... I don't know if I, I can tell that. you why. <clears throat> Um, I think his vocal is really annoying on that song. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm going to say this, and it could be very, very wrong. But... It's not wrong, it's what you feel. He reminds me of Beck. Oh. Yeah, but I agree. Better. But, but like, better? better. I like I Beck. Like I like Beck as a vocalist more than this guy. I, I don't yeah, know what, yeah. what, is, what his I name is. I don't like Beck. I don't remember. Beck annoys me a lot. Yeah. Especially his most... F the Loser song, I... Really? No. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that's just it. I, I can... I get it. Like, I get not liking Loser and Beck in general. I think it's just something like... He's almost like... And he came out when I was a full adult. He, You know, he came out, you know, in early to mid-90s. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, early 90s. It's just... It just but, like, I think like... he was just one of those guys that was ingrained into our kind of history and... Culture. Culture, and yeah, like, I don't think... He's got some stuff that's good, I think, but I think 
I, but I, I can. I can't just understand why you would think he is annoying. And even some cake stuff could be annoying. Kind for, of I, like, for you. I like I like Beck's music. Beck is a terrible person, but I like Beck's, Beck's music. Beck's music kind of reminds me of, like, angry, like, not angry, but, like, sully 13-year-old music. I, I just can't. Mm. I, I think that's... Uh, I cannot I think that's a, his early music is a lot like that. And I, I still like his early music, but... Um, I cannot stand. You should anything. listen to like some of his later stuff, like like his two thousand stuff. Yeah, maybe I I've never listened to that, but I guess we'll see. If that's good. I might recommend it at some. Point. I don't like anything that any thirteen year old has ever liked, ever. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know any thirteen year olds that like Beck, but um, well, actually, I do. I'm sure. So, what was the better stuff and what was the worst stuff besides Nugget? Well, Nugget was bad. The I Will Survive cover was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like. I will survive. Is that, is that the song? Is that the one? Cause he can't, he can't do that song, right? <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I love songs that are covered and done completely differently. Yeah, cause he very rarely do I like a song that's covered and done very similarly. Cause it's like, what's the point? Yeah, and yeah. generally, I don't, I don't know if it's. At, I think it might be better than the original. I think it's more entertaining different. than the original. I like the original. Um, but I, I like, I don't know. I, I think they're both good. Yeah, but, um, it's with a really Gloria, strong might. Gloria Gaynor mm-hmm. said that this was her least favorite version of the song. Yeah, yeah I bet. Just be, it was, he, she said it was just because he curses in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I like it, and I think he did something really different with it. Who's the, who's the lead singer? Uh, John McCree. John McCree mm-hmm. did something really different with it, and I appreciate that. He changed the entire song yeah. to like a super power ballad song, to like yeah. a like a Beck song. The original one is like a it's like a dance song. Yeah, yeah it's got like a disco-y beat behind it, and yeah, yeah. And you you couldn't dance to this song. Did you like anything else on the album? I liked uh, the distance. I like mm-hmm. going the distance. I've always liked that song, but I've never known who it's by. Mm-hmm. Um, let me check some other stuff. I'm always better at remembering songs when I see them. Race Car Yaya's. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like Perhaps, Perhaps, Perhaps. And Sad Songs and Waltzes. I liked all those songs. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't like Italian Leather Sofa because 95% of the song I felt like he was talking about boobies. Um, (laughs) I mean, maybe, but... uh, but like I get like it's fine if you mention human anatomy in a song. I don't know what that song is about. I have no honestly. problem. I'm not sure I do either. I'm I I think I know, but I don't want to say it. He says um, healthy breasts a lot of times. Oh yes, he but does. I don't know what but, he's talking about. And I I think I know what he's talking about, but I don't want to. You don't want to say it. it. I want to talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I don't like that song. Maybe because... Dominic and Daniel should do an after-show podcast and I have to leave and they can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> want to talk about it? No, no, it's not. I don't think he wants to talk about it. All right, so... So... What was the worst song on the album? Was it Nugget? Italian Leather... Well, uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, Nugget. Never mind. I was going to say Italian Leather Sova, but... That's second worst? Yeah, probably right. second worst. So, what do you think for an overall grade? Probably B. B? That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I really dislike Nugget mm. and Italian Leather Sofa. 
I borderline hated those songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But everything else was really good. Like, really good. Yeah. So it was hard to grade this album. Right. Because he had two awful songs on it, and he had a bunch of really good songs on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, I think anybody who can successfully cover a song and make it completely different mm -hmm. than the other one and still make it good mm -hmm. is deserving of at least a B grade. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what do you think, Dominic? Um, I liked it. I, I, I kind of feel the same as Daniel, actually, I think. But, like, sort of almost the opposite. Well, okay, so I think some of it was really good and really fun, but I think it gets kind of annoying sometimes, um, his vocals. Mm -hmm. um, I would say on a few of the songs that Daniel said he liked, I think Race Car Yaya's, it's really annoying. Um, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. That song is super annoying. To me, um, yeah, and Italian leather leather sofa. I don't like it's coming down, at all. You didn't have too much of a problem with Nugget, like he did. I liked Nugget honestly. Mm. Like I get why he he thinks it's annoying, and it's almost annoying to me too. But there's something I like about it a lot more than all the other songs. Is it fair to say that the first oh. half of this album is much better than the second half? Yes. Because I kind of feel that way, too. It's like, I like half, more of like, it than you guys do, I think. But with the exception of I Will Survive, which I don't know if it's in the second five, half, technically. Six, seven. No, it's in the first half, technically. Okay. I, I like, yeah, I, I probably like the first. Because I like, I like Frank Sinatra. Mm -hmm. I like sad songs and waltzes, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, I like, I like Frank Sinatra. I like The Distance. Mm. I, I like... I like Daria. And I like I Will Survive. And yeah, there's not that many songs I like in the second half. Nugget is alright. Stick Shift and Safety Belts is alright. Sad Songs and Waltzes is pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't like any of the songs in the second half quite as much as on the first half. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess it does sort of peter out a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, in general, it was alright. Um, I, uh, I'm probably gonna give it, like, a B. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. It's got some stuff that we weren't thrilled about, but all in all, it was a decent listening experience. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, cool, cool. So, now we go to Dominic's pick this week, which was the Violent Femmes 1983 release, their first release, uh, self-titled Violent Femmes. So, uh, what you, what, uh, what's your history with this, uh, Dominic? What you, what do you got? Yeah, um, so yeah, I think I I heard, I've heard the song Blister in the Sun a lot in my life. I think my mom is kind of a big fan of Violent Femmes, mm. um, and it's just a pretty popular song in general. Um, so I, I did like, the, I, I've heard that song, I like that song a lot, um, then I, I got inclined to listen to the whole album because I heard it was sort of acclaimed, and I really, really like it, and Honestly, well, I really, really liked it. Honestly, listening to it again, the album has sort of grown off of me a little bit. I don't like it as much as I used to. I, I used to think it was great. Um, there are certain songs I don't think are as great as other songs. I think when it gets a bit more like, when it slows down more, like um, On Confessions or To The Kill, I don't like it as much. 
um, or or good feeling. But when it's good, I think it's really good. I really really like the highlights on the album. But yeah, I don't like it as much as I used to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I guess first we'll go to Daniel. What did you think about Violent Femmes? I liked it in some parts. I thought this guy's voice kind of annoyed me again sometimes. Like, okay, I liked the song Blister in the Sun, but I only disliked it every time he said, let me go. Really? <laughs> I was like, Ugh. but like, yeah. but the rest of the song was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked uh, Please Do Not Go. Um, I like the last song. What was the name of that song? Good feeling. Good. Wait. Did you listen to those two extra tracks? Yes. Those. Were, oh, okay. But you like "Give Me the Car." Yes, and I like oh, okay. "To the Kill." Um, but I I don't like "Gone Daddy Gone." That's, really? Ugh. Why? I don't know. It's just annoying because it was like "Gone Daddy Gone" and something. I don't know. It was just <laughs> annoying. I think that's one of the best songs on the album. Yeah, I like the I like the xylophone. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I can't find anything else that I dislike besides "Gone Daddy Gone." <coughs> okay, which really annoyed me for some reason. Um, yeah, I don't. I like whoever's playing the song, and it might be this the main guy. I don't know, but like whoever forget what the lead the singer of the, of the song is. Uh, it's like a three piece band, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, whoever plays the guitar is really talented. I think it might be. I think it might be lead singer plays the guitar, uh, like bass and and drums, but I don't know. Well, Blister in the Sun has a really good. Like, Gordon Gordon Gano is lead singer. Blister in the Sun has like an acoustic guitar, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, the whole yeah. thing is acoustic. Ah, uh, um, well, pretty much. Um, I think there are some songs. Um, I yeah, I, I think there are some songs with electric guitar, think but most of it's like acoustic. It's like acoustic punk music, sort yeah. of, and all, like rock music. Um, I honestly think he's a better guitar player than he is a singer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like overall, I enjoyed this album. I enjoyed parts of it. I had a I had a decent time listening to it. Um, yeah. And, you know, like, Blister in the Sun got me a little, like, excited and happy and, like, uh, Please Do Not Go was a nice, slow song, um, but Gone Daddy Gone was annoying and, I don't know, sometimes this guy's voice grinded on me. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like, the guitar work and the drum work, uh, the, the band work was all really perfect like is all really good Um, yeah i mean that's one of the things on this album again is um the lyrics are sometimes kind of creepy um which is something that i don't think has uh warmed me up to it very well but um yeah i think it's very good in, in spite of that that's the thing with like well that's the thing with like a lot of alternative music too is um like you know uh what's his name Cure guy, Robert Smith. Robert Smith, like Robert Smith, Morrissey, uh, the other guy from the Pixies. Why, why can't I remember anybody's name? Frank Black, um, this guy Gordon Gano. They're all like they're all an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think Robert Smith has a better voice than those other guys, but that's just, I don't know, maybe that's just me. I mean, objectively, Morrissey has, like, a huge range, mm. but he, his voice sounds weird. Um, and Robert yeah. Smith, Robert Smith also has a pretty good range. I think the thing with Gordon Gano that a lot of people don't like and a lot of other people is that he doesn't have a huge range and he just sort of whines a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the thing with a lot of people. It, it's all an acquired taste. I would say some of them are more talented than others, but they all have sort of weird voices. Yeah. Yeah. And um, if they know, were perfect singers, then they wouldn't be alternative is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I'm not a big fan of punk music, so... Yeah. It, that's probably affecting my decision. But overall... It's not that punk, this, though. Like... Yeah. It's... Yeah. But overall, I'd probably give this a B minus. All right. Like, it was, it, was, it was all right. Like, I enjoyed a bit of it. I didn't enjoy a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, it was just like, yeah, this is a, this is okay. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So. Dad. Dad, what, what did you think about Violent Films? I think in the same way that you were kind of, that Daniel was kind of describing, you know, how he kind of already knew what you felt about Travis Scott. I think you kind of knew going in that, knew going in that I uh, liked the Violent Femmes. Yeah. But, you know, I, it's been a long time since I've listened to this album. I didn't know how if it was going to hold up mm-hmm. um, since the last time I listened to it, was, which was probably no less than 20 years ago, yeah. um, from beginning to end. Um, but I'm glad I did because it's... And I think what you're experiencing now with coming back to it and not liking it as much, I think maybe, yeah. you know, put it down for a while and then pick it up again because what, that's what I did. Uh-huh. I put it down for a long time and picked it up. And when you pick it up, it's amazing. And uh-huh. I, I love this album. I just, I love this album. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is one bad song on this album, honestly. Um, if I had to say one... Maybe Add It Up is yeah. not my favorite song on this album. Um, I love I love Blister in the Sun, obviously. I love Kiss Off. I lo- probably, probably Please Do Not Go, Prove My Love, and Gone Daddy Gone are my three favorite songs on it. Probably Blister in the Sun comes after those. Mm-hmm. Blister in the Sun is good, really good, but it's I, I really like those songs. Um, yeah. To the Kills, Decent. Um, I understand why it's a dip, kind of a turn yeah. on the album, and you may not like it, or you may, but um, I didn't give Ugly or Give Me the Car much thought because I, I didn't think they were supposed. To, I don't think they were on this album originally. So Just something I really don't like about Give Me the Car, I don't really factor it into the the whole album because yeah. it's not part of it. It's like a bonus track on Spotify. Yeah, but I really don't like that song for some reason. Yeah. Um, and I also, like, to Daniel's point, like, I get why someone, like, just like a lot of singers I like, like Mike Patton or, you know, for instance, like, I get yeah. why people don't like his voice, and I get why people wouldn't like the guy from the Bottom Fountain's voice, but, like, I just do. Like, I just, I like what he's doing. Like, I know it's not a classically good voice, obviously, yeah. but I don't think that matters that much. I think if you hear the feeling and you feel the intensity and the, and the fun in it or whatever you're, whatever they're going for... Mm-hmm. I don't think you really have to have a good voice. Like, you don't have to have a, like, you know, classically good voice. Um, So, yeah, I love this album, and I'm going to give this a straight-up A. That's that's cool. Yeah. um, Yeah, yeah, and the reason why I give it a straight-up A 
and not an A plus is because I think an A plus is reserved for something that hits you on every single level. And if anything, just do, I mean, and I just even though I, I'm understanding that I just said it doesn't matter, I, I think someone, I think an entire band of real or band of singles, single singer, whatever you call it, a solo mm-hmm. singer, um, whatever that, whatever it is, like I think I'm not saying this music would be better with a better vocalist. But I just don't think I can give an A plus to a vocalist like this. Mm-hmm. And if that sounds shitty, I don't if it, know. If it personally, I mean, like some people don't like Mike Patton, but you would still give an A plus to like one of the Faith No More albums. Yeah, I would give an A plus yeah. if I was rating um, from uh, the God, the real thing, the real thing. Yeah, I would give that. Um, well, I don't know, man. There's one song I don't like on that album, so I don't know. Maybe not. But it, it wouldn't yeah, be because of his ask. voice, though. Yeah, it wouldn't be because of his voice. No, I was gonna ask. Are there how many albums of yours, or like even are there any albums that you've recommended that you would definitely give an A plus to? Because um, I know there are of mine, and I thought about it. I'd give a week on my love an A plus. Possibly yeah. Pantera. Okay. I love. I think that album is good from beginning to end. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm like not even remembering all my albums, so yeah. I don't know. I'd have to go over them again. I'm not putting you on the spot, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely straight up a easy on this. Um, I liked it a lot, and uh, I'm glad. And, and I'm re- that's the thing. Like it gets an A for that reason, and it gets an A for the fact that it was surprisingly st- still good after all these years. Like I, I can't. I, I was, I was kind of blown away about how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like listening to it in the car on the way to work. Like I was like, man, this is good. Like it was. It just kind of got me pumped up. And uh, that's a great thing for an album to be. So, yeah. So, I, uh, that's definitely the reasons I give it an A. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, that's the end of this episode, pretty much. Um, we still have our recommendations to give at the end. Yes, um, we do. Do you have yours ready? I absolutely do. All right, you can go first. All right, so this one's kind of strange because I just, uh, probably within the last month or two, discovered this album. It's not new, new, but it's only about four, year, four or five years old. And it's by an artist that has been around for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And actually, I was never that much of a fan of this artist. But listening to this album, and there's reasons I've discovered why I like it more than most of his other stuff. Um, and I'll go into that a little more when we talk about the album next week. But what I'm, uh, what I'm uh, recommending this week is Iggy Pop's 2016 release called Post Pop Depression. Mm, is it because Josh Homme's on it? Ah, oh, see, he ruined it. He's not on it. He produced oh, yeah, it. Yeah, oh yeah, he produced it. But most of the guys from Queens of Stone, Queens of the Stone Age, play on it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've, I've, I haven't listened to this album, but I've, I've heard about this album before. Yeah, um, I, I really, yeah, I'm really digging it right now. So, it was kind of fun to find something new, new to me, um, even though it's by an old artist and it's been out for about five years. But, um, yeah. Uh, I kind of went through a, went down like a Josh Homme ra- rabbit hole one time a couple months ago, and um, I kind of wanted to listen to more of Eagles of Death Metal because I hadn't given them much listen. Um, I kind of wanted to listen to some of his other projects. I was kind of trying to see if he ever did anything solo, which he's never done a solo album, but he's done solo stuff kind of. But anyway, so yeah, I found this when I was going down a, a kind of a Josh Homme 
uh, rabbit hole one night, and I, I really enjoyed it. So I want to think what you guys think of it. So yeah, uh, Iggy Pop, post-pop depression. Mm, okay. So um, the album I'm going to be recommending is even older than that. I mean, it's, it's not hard to be that much older than that, but it's from 2003. It's another album that I, well, I th- I'm pretty sure Mom really likes it, but I don't think you've ever heard it. Okay. Oh, well, you might have heard some of it, but I don't think you've listened to it all the way through or given it much thought. So I'm going to be recommending the Postal Service ah. Give Up. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I don't remember the, the other guy's name, but um, it's uh, Ben Gibbard of Death Cab for Cutie and um, an electronic music producer. I can't remember what his name is. Um, but yeah, it's, so it's sort of his vocals over... Uh, not only poppier, but, like, more electronic sort of music. Um, so, yeah. Jimmy cool. J- Jimmy Tamborello. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, he's, he's like, an electronic music producer. So it's almost like this, this sort of, like... It's almost like video game music. Like, it's sort of bit-crushed, but it's it's pretty much, like, very... It, it's very much pop music, but a, but a lot more, like, bit-crushed. Um, it's hard to it's hard to explain. You just, you just have to listen to it. But um, yeah, it's one of my favorite albums, honestly. Like, probably, definitely top ten, but definitely, but probably top five. Um, so yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I know I've heard some Postal Service stuff. I don't know if it was even anything off this album, but there's only one album. Oh, they only did one. Okay, then it must have been. But did yeah. it, is that is Hackensack on this album? No, I'm pretty sure that's a Death Tab for Cutie song. Oh, maybe that's... I'm getting um, confused. I really thought that was Postal on, Service. I'm pretty sure it's not... I mean, they have... No, Hack and Sack is a Fountains of Wayne song. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, okay, <laughs> so, yeah. Postal Service, I don't know. I mean, like, Such Great Heights. Um, Sorry, wait. Yeah, so I, Such Great Heights, I think, is the only one that got, like, really popular... Um, I don't know. Yeah. You might recognize that one. But, um, anyway, if you want to, um, be, uh, have context for what we're talking about next episode, do your homework. Listen to, um, Post Pop Depression by Iggy Pop and Give Up by the Postal Service. And we will see you next Thursday. Have a nice week. See you later, everybody. Bye.